When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. Hour number two of Mackie and Judd with Rami. I'm Rami, along with Judd Zolgad, Phil Mackie, Jonathan on the other side of the glass. We'll wrap with Royce coming up at about 540, but it is the football free agency frenzy bonanza all week it's long. football free agency frenzy bonanza. Thanks, big voice guy. Appreciate it. Backing me up. And uh, Phil, before the break, you gave me two options. You gave me a choose-your-own-adventure as it pertains to the Minnesota Vikings. One was uh, running back, free agent running back, so we might have on our wish list. I figured people can go to our uh, Twitter feed, at Score North, and see you and I discuss that. So give me what's behind door number two, Mr. Mackey. So we touched on this briefly during our live video free agency frenzy bonanza stream last night. Judd, okay. Collar, and uh, myself, in which we were just watching Ian Rappaport in his library and Tom Pelissero breaking NFL news. And well, we're doing that again tomorrow, right? Yes. I'm involved in that, am I not? You and me, okay. Manny, I think we're going to bring a basketball guy, Danny, in nice. there too because he just loves doing watch-alongs. All right. Like, he's a good watch-along guy. He is. He just throws out fun topics. So we're going to we're gonna bring Danny in. Plus, the wolf season is... It's, <laughs> what do you give, mean? Cat's, give, pl- Cat's playing tonight. Wiggy's back tonight. What do you guys mean? Is Cat in tonight? Yes. Okay. He's so we went from like tonight. we went from like, like surgery out for the year to he's back two games later. You say that like let's give Daddy something to do. Yeah. Poor kid. <laughs> well, can you blame Phil? He's content director. He's got to find something for the poor guy. So we. So we. Uh, like here's here's my theory. Uh, the Vikings have to find a way to get back to contending for a Super Bowl, right? And there's a few different ways. Like obviously, you you want Kirk Cousins to get better, and you want you're gonna fix the, fix the offensive line and bring in a third wide receiver. There's all kinds of different avenues you can go down. The reality is, they don't have enough cap space to go out and drastically, or even in a minor way, improve their personnel. Like right. you, look at the list. It was a lot worse when Anthony Barr was on the gone list, but now he's on the stay list. But the, Sheldon Richardson gone. Mike Remmers. Make fun of him. Like Mike Remmers as a tackle was fine. He's gone. Latavius Murray, quality backup and starting running back. He's gone. Anderson Deho, very good safety. He's gone. You brought in Shamar Stefan. You kept Anthony Barr. You're probably going to lose Everson Griffin at this point. And he has been one of the best passers. So my point is, you're not going to go player for player and make your roster better personnel-wise, name for name. So the bet the Vikings are placing, especially offensively, is Gary Kubiak and Kevin Stefanski 
are going to put their heads together and raise the water level of everything offensively with a better system that fits Kirk Cousins better and that and that maybe puts offensive linemen in a different spot to succeed. They're placing a bet on a system to raise the boats as opposed to free agency and trades to make the personnel side of the roster better. And that's, that's my theory. That's why I said the most important free agent addition offensively that the Vikings are going to have made when this is all said and done is Gary Kubiak. He's the guy. Stefanski's going to, of course, have the title of OC. I get that. But assistant head coach, basically, I'm taking over the offense so Mike Zimmer doesn't have to worry about it, falls to Gary Kubiak. And it's just an interesting gamble given this. I trust Kubiak, and I think his system will probably be a definite improvement on what they did in 2018. Is it enough to take Cousins and do what I've been talking about, which is you need to prop him up. You need to give him things that make him successful to to take Kubiak system and say okay Kirk this is an improvement of a system now go to it because we know that you can do it it's probably misguided so can that system take him and prop him up enough to make you successful and, and to go back to what college been saying for a month now essentially get you close to the total amount of points that you need that you didn't get close to this past season. See, you guys are calling it a gamble. I don't know that it's so much a gamble because I don't know that they had any other options because of where they were salary cap wise. I think that if the Wilfs could, if they didn't have a salary cap to contend with, they'd spend a whole bunch more money on the offensive side of the football and get offensive linemen who could protect him. Maybe go get a tight end. Who's better than Kyle Rudolph. Maybe go sign a third wide receiver. But the reality is that you have a salary cap as far as players go. So how can they put Kirk cousins in a better situation? You can spend all the money in the world on a coaching staff if you want. So they basically going back to your gambling analogy. They've doubled down on last year's gamble. That was Kirk cousins and said, we need to invest more to make sure that last year's gamble works. We can't do that with players, so let us do it with coaches. But that's what makes the decision to bring back Anthony Barr so intriguing. Because, it, you know, when, when we set this period up, we talked about Anthony Barr is going to be gone. Griffin's probably going to be let go. Rudolph, you at least can restructure. You bring him back probably. So that was all predicated on because so you're going to take all you're going to take the dollars that you free up through all these moves and put them into potentially O line or offense. They're not doing that. Bar's going to cost them a ton. So so more than ever now today, more than we discussed last night, this really comes back to you're putting your eggs in Kubiak's basket and saying I think what he runs can make this work. Yeah, and and I I it bothers me when people look at a Gary Kubiak and kind of well like when he hasn't had Peyton Manning, what has he done? And I think the opposite. I we we give we're so quick to give out credit to the Adam Gazes of the world and the Joe Philbins and like those are the guys that get hired and promoted, right? Okay, so you handcuffed yourself to Aaron Rodgers and Peyton Manning. Cool. Like congratulations. Uh, you know, every Patriots offensive coach that's ever walked through that building you were handcuffed to Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. The fact that Gary Kubiak, when he was in Houston as a head coach, with at best average quarterbacks, was eight and eight, nine and seven, eleven wins here and there, and they had good defenses and and they and they definitely had a couple weak opponents in their division too. So I don't want to overglorify Gary Kubiak, but I'm more impressed when you can take a Matt Schaub and turn him into. A guy that people are wondering, like, should he get like MVP consideration in one of those years? And a guy who like you're drafting in fantasy football leagues in ten team leagues, 
I think Gary Kubiak is going to be a sneaky, sneaky upgrade here for the Vikings if they can make it work behind the scenes and not have like egos and you know chemistry issues with the coaching staff. Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I think that's the only way that you are going to improve the the situation offensively and around Kirk Cousins. And you could have done a whole lot worse than bringing in a guy who's done everything that Gary Kubiak has done. He's one of the more well respected offensive minds around the game. The only reason he's not still the coach of the Broncos is because of the health problems that he had a few years ago. I mean, the guy wasn't going anywhere anytime soon, was entrenched in that Broncos organization and then had some health problems and had to walk away. But you talk to people around the NFL, and like I said, this is one of the more respected offensive minds in this league. Uh, If you guys want Latavius Murray, I uh, just came across this on the internet. He left a statement on his Instagram account for Vikings fans. Okay. Uh, thank you to the Vikings organization for giving me an opportunity to do what I love to do. My time in Minnesota has been unforgettable because of the fans, the community, and most importantly, because of the guys in that locker room. Thank you for being the birthplace of my first child and spoiling my family with those Minnesota nice vibes. Nothing but love from the Tay. Um, what does that mean? From the what? T-A-Y. I think that's probably his nickname. Latay. Oh, okay. Skull Vikings. Um, yeah, they obviously, if Dalvin Cook can just be healthy for 16 games, it doesn't really matter as much who the backup running back is, but that's been a real thing for Dalvin Cook in his first two years, not being healthy. Yeah. And it was a nice luxury to have Latavius Murray to give the ball to. back now after, yeah. his, uh, after his issues last week? That's the thing. Like Before that happened, I would have said, yeah. if Rock Thomas wants to be the backup running back, I saw enough. I'm fine with it, but now who knows what's going to happen with him this offseason. Well, there will be some sort of suspension, but other than that, I mean, do you care if a guy got caught with some weed? No, but, like, <laughs> I don't. No, I don't morally or personally care right. if a guy got caught with some weed, but is he suspended for two games, four games? Is, is this it, a first is offense? It, is it more how much weed was it? That's what I was going to say. That That's what concerns like, me. Is it something that's going to put him in jail? Like, If, if he's just smoking the weed, I don't care. If there's enough weed that the authorities deem there was intent to distribute, if I'm the team, I get concerned. If he's doing some Nate Newton yeah. type stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, you're dri- <laughs> if you're driving around shipments and your off season dro- uh, job is delivering the weed, I'm concerned. But if it's just for your own recreational use, I don't care. That was one of the craziest stories care. in the history of sports slash weed stories. Nate Newton driving around with literally trunkfuls of weed trunk full, like car trunk fulls of full of weed and he said it was for personal use yeah. like, <laughs> just look, at like, Nate, look at Nate Newton <laughs> were you surprised Listen, I've got glaucoma okay <laughs> I can't drive without weed in my trunk lit <laughs> oh man uh, people are people are chiming in on our twitch stream twitch.tv slash score north and we can we can keep taking your comments. I mean, here's, uh, let's see here. Uh, Bar disappears for weeks at a time. If Zim is such a defensive wizard, then put the money on offense and help the much needed uh, to be helped. The much needed to be helped. Kirk Cousins, but, our offense ain't close to championship level. I mean, but they lost Sheldon Richardson and Anderson Deho and like Anthony Barr would have been gone too. Uh, you can't just keep losing all of your defensive players. You were going, you were about to lose three of your four best guys off your front seven. Between Richardson, Barr, and Griffin. Like, mm-hmm. You could not let that happen. The only other playmaker that you had up there was Daniil Hunter. You you could not lose three of your four best guys off of your front seven. A football team, no matter who the coach, no matter how smart an offensive mind, 
it's almost impossible to withstand that kind of loss in one offseason. I think Griffin's out of that group now, though. The guy that came back from suspension or from his time away, his absence, excused, I guess, he wasn't a, he wasn't a top guy. The But the bar thing, I really believe they've told Zimmer, we got him back now, use him correctly. Use him in ways where he can rush. Because if he rushes the QB, we've talked about this for years, right? He's a nightmare. So if you just tell him, for the majority of the time, Anthony, go to it, rush the quarterback, that changes the entire landscape of how we perceive him. And then I think the complaints about, well, he disappeared for an entire game, is essentially gone. And I think that they looked at those three guys, Richardson, Griffin, and Barr, and said, we might be able to afford to keep one of them. We have to decide which one. And they chose Anthony Barr. Because I, I really I don't see how they can keep Everson Griffin after this. We'll see. They have, no, they can't. You're right. They have until no tomorrow, way. 3 p.m., to make that decision, right? Yes. Okay, we'll see if they do. But I, I cannot see them keeping Everson Griffin after giving Barr this money. Today. Yeah, I, I suppose what could happen, too, to my theory earlier, if they cut Everson Griffin and like no one has signed anything until 3 o'clock tomorrow, like someone else could say, oh, sorry, a guy that we just agreed with, actually, Everson Griffin's available now, so... You're back on the streets. Right. We're going to get some of that tomorrow, aren't we? We're oh, going to yeah. get some more Anthony Barr situations. We'll guys backing out in teams, definitely. I hope so. Yeah. It'll be great fun, too. It really will be. Because th- this yeah, is the first time d- during the legal tampering period that we've had this, right? We've had agreements reached before in principle. Not but this I think, many. But not right. But this is the first time that we've had them in mass where we were basically have spent two days with deals that aren't official coming in so there will definitely be there a, lot, a lot of handshake agreements, agreements. That, yeah it'll be good it's, good. it's, good. it's, it's not gonna awesome. bother me a bit yep. thank you jonathan all right Jen, what's this this poll that has you pitted against other vikings media people the most the most hated vikings media people in town yeah this poll comes from uh, somebody who designates himself i know you're gonna be shocked by this so back away from the mic skull s-k-o-l <laughs> His his uh, Twitter handle is at Viking singular fans F A N S only O N L Y. Okay, and it's a simple uh, question that has been voted on five hundred eighteen times so far, including by me. Who is the worst? This is a very tough question. The person writes, "I'm glad I don't have to vote." And then the choices are so it's just who is the worst? <laughs> Arif Hassan of the Athletic, who, okay. has, who does quite a bit of work and obviously used to do some work for 1500ESPN.com. Okay. Andy Carlson, our friend from uh, Purple for the Win podcast, yeah. which you can find on our website, and Judd Zolgad. Now, in <laughs> fairness, it's got 22 hours left. It's been voted on 518 times. In How fairness, has it been voted on 518 I, times? Did you this, retweet it? This dude has... Here, I'll do it right now. you got to retweet this. Okay. He only has 250 followers. This has been... This has been voted on twice as many times as he has followers. I How is it phrased again? Who's the worst? Who I need is to vote the worst? For, I need to vote for Judd. This is a very I tough question. I'm yeah. glad I, I don't have to vote. So now, now Rami and Phil are going to vote for me as well. I'm at 43%, and I'm kicking butt here. Andy Carlson's at 30%, and Arif is way back at 27%. Step your game up, Arif. So I am the worst. Okay. You and know Carlson tw- tweeted quickly, he's mad. How is Judd winning? And it's because oh, so a compliment, compliment to you. Yeah, he's right. upset that that I think he's not in front. Well, uh, I, I would say that for sure a theme here with two of the three of you. Andy definitely skews more positive. Andy's a Vikings fan and skews more positive. But you and Arif will tell it like it is. And sometimes, sometimes, sometimes this time you guys of year, don't even, like that. But sometimes you, you won't even just tell it like it is. You'll maybe, if you have a choice to tell it one way or the other, will lean a little negative. 
dare I say, that Judd might lean a little negative once in a while. And so maybe guys like Skull, Vikings fan only, <laughs> would rather have the positive take. When you reach that fork in the road and you can go positive or negative and maybe you know eight times out of ten you go negative, I think all he's saying is why yep. don't you brighten it up a little bit once in a while. Now, Skull kicked back in uh, a little while ago after I tweeted him that this is a thrill. In fact, I think I tweeted him, this made my day. And Skull kicked back in with, although I dislike you, you are the lesser of three evils on this poll and have no business winning it. I'm sorry it's come to this. Good luck with your next career you choose. Oh, my God. I just opened the comments. The comments on this poll are amazing. Oh, oh my I didn't God. even look at the comments. Oh, my God. Let me look. Oh, this, I retweeted it. It's yeah. it's a comment I just did too. I voted for Juddie's too negative was what I said. My <laughs> <laughs> God. Um, oh, this is great. Uh, some guy says I voted for Arif because he deserves all the awards and accolades he can get from this wonderful fan base. School, and then someone responds, "Liberal for sure." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, no, but like there is. I think. I think if you ranked everyone who has a microphone or a pen in this town or whatever the athletic equivalent of a pen it would be, the the keyboard, right? Yep. Positive to negative, you know, uh, Barney the Dinosaur up over here and Krusty Patrick Royce down over here. Like, you definitely skew much more toward Krusty Patrick Royce on that scale. Oh, most definitely. Fans get mad at you for that. Most definitely. Right? Yes. Would fans get mad at you when you were a beat writer, too? Yes. Oh, yeah. Even though you were less opinionated as a beat writer? Yeah, because they they saw uh, Chip and I, I think, as conduits of trouble. Conduits of trouble. Yeah, I'm serious. Conduits that of to, trouble needs to be Judd's new uh, conduits of trouble because we would pass his new Twitter bio. Conduit of trouble. Because I'm grabbing that for a drop every now, every now and then. It's a, conduit, it's a conduit of trouble. Because that's like, fans a, that's like don't an want it. '80s wrestling tag team. The conduits of trouble. No, that's like a band. That sounds like a garage band. It could be a band. Take it to too. First Avenue. I'm just envisioning like like a like a WWE pay per view or something, and and all of a sudden like the music hits. Ah! The conduits of trouble are here. It's Judd and Arif. We have a on Tuesdays on Caller Show. We have Judd and Chip in, and we have an opening for them. Strip bikes. We may have to add conduits of trouble yeah. into that opening. Now. <laughs> That's not too bad. I like that. That's exactly what we were. So people viewed you as like just stirring stuff the up. Bear, is that the bears of bad news? Okay. Yeah. So they. So we were seeing Vikings fans don't. It's not. Even that your opinion, now they don't like that either, but it's like you're the one giving me bad news or you're the one, you know, if if you write a story about Peterson's fumbling problem, right? Yeah. They don't want to read that, but it's but it's a news story. Right. It's interesting. Right. right. So that's where people would be like, you're so negative, you can't find the positive. And Sid would say the same thing. Sid would be like, you can't find the positive. You know, <clears throat> you guys don't write all this stuff, all this pile, <laughs> this negative stuff. <laughs> If Sid knew the word conduit, he, he would have used conduit to trouble. I went further down the comments, and uh, some guy named Thomas said, the worst isn't up there. Skull said, who's that? Thomas said, collar. <laughs> you, know, you know, that's not Skull, entirely. Skull said, I thought about putting him as a fourth option. Thomas said, bro, he would have broke the internet, LOL. And Skull said, yeah, people hate that guy. Thomas said, such a D-bag. <laughs> 
some of these guys, these you know guys are just broing out over. You know what's going to happen now? Kyler's going to spend the rest of his night fighting these people. Like I'm embracing them. I love them. Here's what's uh, here's the unfair rap on Kyler, and that people lump Kyler into the too negative category too. And I could so last night on our, I was actually, I actually did a double take at first, but then like he's right when he said this. Kyler said on our video last night, if the Vikings don't make any moves in free agency. They still have a roster that could win the NFC North. Like mm-hmm. if you look at their roster, they've got they've got a center, they've got two star wide receivers, they've got a star running back, they've got a reliable tight end, they've got a capable quarterback, which is more than half the league can say, right? They've got defensive players that went to Pro Bowl strewn about and, and Xavier Rhodes and Harrison Smith and Limbaugh Joseph and Daniel Hunter, etc. And like people think people think because he doesn't uh have a high opinion of Kirk Cousins that always oh, just must be He's just out to troll Vikings fans. No, he he's he is as uh, fair when he wants to be and needs to be, and as harsh when he needs to be too. So, but sometimes fans, I think, like, and I've been in this spot too, where I just want to hear something positive about the damn team that I'm I'm exiting my my day to day life to engage in this entertainment arena. And I don't want it to be negative all the time, right? I understand that viewpoint from fans. So when, but I also don't want to be fed BS. Agreed. I agree with that too. Like if they're at some point after after you've beat the dead horse, maybe just move on to something else and have some fun. And maybe it's not even sports related. It's kind of why we do in other news every Wednesday. But sure. I th- if like like you said, I, everybody does reach a breaking point of hearing their team get bashed, but. Don't bring good things to the table just for the sake of bringing good things to the table, even if they're lies or they're not really all that good. Just move on and do something else. Yeah. Don't, don't the, feed me a line. And the thing about Minnesota sports is the Lynx have given us a few championships. The men's teams have given us nothing since 1991. So there hasn't been a truly happy ending to a season here since 1991 and and Judd and I have come up with in uh, in past versions of this show the two categories of sports fan satisfaction. There's only two categories that that a fan will be happy at the end of a season or happy in the midst of of a run. It's either championship success or unexpected success. And anything that doesn't fall into one of those two bins, unless you're unless you are excited by. The success of tanking, which is a third category, yeah, which might where be. you want your team to lose for the long term, uh, you know, greater good. But if you don't fall into unexpected success or championship success, there's always strain and angst. It seems like I think the line to of what people deem to be negative is is a very fine one. It moves constantly because the bar thing. Okay, they brought him back. That's a positive. He's he's a nice player. But now they have to use him right. So we're talking about that. And and there certainly could be pitfalls to that. And I think a general Vikings fan is like, oh, yeah, good points. But there are going to be that faction of fans who are like, what? Why are you talking about this? So it's it moves. And, and I sense that Skoll, I'm just guessing here, I sense that Skoll might be on the end of why aren't you just celebrating the return of Anthony Barr, which is fine. I get it. But it's hard to do that with, without talking about, all right, they brought Barr back. What does this mean for the offense, and where could it potentially go from there? But anyway, the poll thrilled me. It made my day. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. I was a little but, bit, you know, I was a little bit, ah, it's going to rain, I'm down, and now I'm on top of No, that. you, uh, some people, you know, some people stop at the gas station 
And uh, gas Judd stops at Twitter for his for his fuel, and it's uh, it's it's, it's when, when people way. rip Judd, he embraces it. I know we're in the midst of the football free agency frenzy bonanza, um, but do you, do you have a uh, Bachelor update for us? Wasn't there a, an episode last night of the Bachelor? Real quick, it was part one of a two part oh, finale. Oh, I'm can I sorry. say something quick? Yeah, you six. Son of a... <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, now go ahead. Now if I could, if I could. I would never watch it, but I am, I am <laughs> oh, in, intrigued. I would, I would never watch it, but I ask Phil about it. I am it intrigued. For the fourth week I, in a I row. am yeah, intrigued. This is, this is I am intrigued. So yeah. insincere. I'm sorry. So I'm gonna, I'm uh, gonna, I'm gonna rip the Bachelor producers here for a second. Oh no! So they thought it'd be clever to get to the very end of the season, and instead of doing the big three-hour finale, they said, "Let's do a two-night finale. Let's let's do like five hours of Bachelor finale." To see who so they Colton did, chooses. They did take the three hours and spread it out over two nights. They added two hours to it and, and made it two nights? Correct, oh yes. Oh, my God. So night one, night one, which was last night, was this about my fault. Colton and the other two gals. Remember, yes. remember the last update I gave you guys? He poured his heart out to Cassie. And Cassie said, eh, Not really feeling it. Not feeling this right. as much as you not are. Not into you. And then Colton jumped the fence to leave the show, etc. So last night was about... His relationships with the other two gals from Fantasy Suite Week, and what he wanted to do there. He leaped over a fence to not have sex. That Let's is just correct. Be clear. Okay. All yes. Right. Yes. Yes. That uh-huh. is correct. Right. So, uh, so he broke up with. So, if you remember Fantasy Suite Week, uh, Tasha actually did get a Fantasy Suite date and wanted to break the streak, so to speak, mm-hmm. the virginity streak. Right. And Colton, former football player, gave her the old stiff arm. <laughs> And said, nah, right. it's not, not quite comfortable with this. Right. The second date was Cassie and the whole blow up. And so we were left trying to figure out, well, what about what about poor Hannah? Poor Hannah didn't get her fantasy suite date. What, what's what's gonna, is, is he just going to brush off the Cassie rejection and say, all right, well, on to Hannah? <laughs> yeah. Well, he went on to Hannah, uh-huh. broke up with her before the fantasy suite date. Oh, so he really? Could, so he could, with a clean conscience, a clean conscience. Chase after Cassie, who go back to her hometown. So he's still going after Cassie. That's right. Tonight, and where is she now? Three-hour season finale. Are you serious? Three hours. Colton chasing Cassie. <laughs> Bachelor's got a pace of play problem. It really does. <laughs> and he throw, and Colton throws over the first. And boom! <laughs> but you know what? This is a perfect illustration of what I'm saying about baseball. It's not the length of the games and the pace of play that bothers people. It's that you don't market it well. Who's watching? Who's watching The Bachelor? Millennials. So they'll obviously give three hours of their time over to something yeah. if they feel like it's worth it. You know, the the best part about The Bachelor is what they do is they uncomfortably they weave in these sort of live uh, these live studio shows. So like last night. They're basing the two hours from a live studio in L.A. with like a live audience. Right. And Chris Harrison, who has the best job on the planet. Chris Harrison, for 15 years, has <laughs> done one thing. He wa- it's, it's an okay last name, yes. Uh, he walks into a room in which the bachelor or bachelorette has already given out all of the roses but one. And then he comes in and says, all right, ladies, there's one rose remaining. Good luck. <laughs> And then he leaves. That's it. And, and then he hosts these these wow. see these like live shows that have a live studio audience. And what they do is they show you segments of the action, 
And then they bring it back to the live studio. And like Colton is in studio last night watching this on TV with everyone else. And then they bring in the other gals who he rejected at the end of the season. It's the first time he's seen them. So the real drama was these gals come into the studio, haven't seen him since they broke up as the final, you know, the final three gals. And, and then they ask him questions like, why didn't you want to pursue something with me? Basically, they're like, what's wrong with and, me? And he's jumping through hoops to not say what he really wants to say, which is, <laughs> honey, there's 30 smoking hot women in that room. Okay? What do you want me to do? I picked one, and you weren't one of them. Right, like exactly. I picked one of the other what's 29 the, women. What's the most brutal... Y- Honesty you've ever seen from a bachelor contestant in that situation. So I haven't been watching the show long enough to have a huge catalog. Like I just got hooked on this show there about three years ago. Ones. But uh, the best one was probably it was it was a couple years ago. Do you know Ari Leindyke Senior, yes, the old IndyCar driver? Yes. So Ari Leindyke Junior is his Gomer son. Yeah. Who's just been living off Dad's IndyCar Gomer's money? Gomer's a great word, by the way. <laughs> and so uh, he the, so the season ended with Ari Leindyke Junior. Proposing to this gal. Yep. And uh, that was actually Becca, the Minnesota gal. Okay. So he proposed to the Minnesota gal. And so they were engaged and they spent a month or two together, long distance relationship. And then he decided, I'm not really feeling this anymore. Oh, that's right. So in between when the season ended and when they were going to do the live uh, finale and the season's airing. So this is all happening now in real life. He decides, I'm not feeling this anymore. I'm going to break up with Becca and I'm going to bring the camera crew with me. So he he meets her in some like hotel. Imagine like meeting your fiance. Oh, like, like, let's meet at the Radisson Inn down the street, not at my house or your house. And so they meet at some hotel, and he breaks up with her on camera in front of all these producers. But that's dedication, dude. I mean, that's like like that guy. <laughs> you know like what? Committed to the show. He, he's providing the content. <laughs> like he's putting content okay. before everything. Yeah. How much would you pay to see via subscription? NFL teams release guys this way. Oh, it would be amazing. <laughs> hey, Kyle, we need to meet you at the Motel 6 in Bloomington. Oh, coach, what's up? Why? I'd just be there. 3.30. It's headed that direction, though, right? Hard Knocks is yeah. kind of the... Oh, most... De- but I'm, Hard Knocks shows players getting cut. Yes, but those are fr- that's early in training camp. I'm talking star... I'm talking like today. Yeah. Like guys being told that they're not being brought back star players. Or a coach getting fired. Oh, I'd pay big money for this. I mean, how much How much would you pay to hear the Mike McCarthy conversation when he gets off a plane and he's told, yeah, dude, it's been a nice 13-year run, but you're fired. Yeah, like, I'd love to, to hear that conversation. Could I get all of it? Like every team that does this, I'd pay five hundred bucks at least. Or the 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 Ziggy Wilf uh, Mike Tice firing from two thousand five. Oh, yeah, I'd pay five hundred easy. I just want to see breakups. Like, for, take the sports out of it. They should just have a show that's just all breakups. Just dudes breaking it off with their fiancés. That would be a, that would be a great show, wouldn't it? Or or women breaking up with their own fiancés. I think that'd be a great show. That's some drama right Listen, there, man. We've always said on this show, Ballpark. The, the, the kiss cam has run its course. Yep. Yeah. And the marriage proposal cam. We need You want a breakup cam? A divorce cam. <laughs> With girlfriend or yeah. boyfriend to your left, unknowing of the spouse. Yeah, so the camera is focused on just you and your current right. spouse. Yeah. And it it shows you on camera and you turn so you're both on camera and you turn to her or she turns to you and on the screen it says, Honey, dot dot dot, I'm just not feeling this anymore. And then <laughs> You turn the other way, and the Jesus. camera pans over, yeah. and you give a big smooch to your mistress or 
Yep. Your new Mistress Cam. wife, right? Yeah. Side chick or side yeah. dude. <laughs> right. It might work better if if the if the other person is sitting a few rows up or down so okay, that you fine. get out of your seat and then the camera follows you down like five rows. Absolutely fine. And then you sit down next to them. But seriously, what do you think? somebody's going to steal my idea. There will be a breakup show soon because that seems like the most interesting part of The Bachelor is when they send, <laughs> oh, yeah. when they send, when The Bachelor or Bachelorette sends somebody packing. And like you said, this guy broke off an engagement. Well, do you guys remember that show? tapings? That Cheaters show? Yeah, I love Cheaters. Oh, the guy got stabbed. Yeah, he on got the boat. stabbed yeah. on a boat. Jonathan, do you ever watch that show, Great Cheaters, show. back in the day? I remember hearing about it. I don't think I watched it as heavily as these two, apparently. It was a, gr- it was a great show. <laughs> Such a good show, It was dude. a great show. It was literally like, an, and, I, and I'm sure the whole thing was staged, but whatever. Until I was he got stabbed. I didn't think that was real. But it was, I think. Good to tell me about that. What? I think my spouse is cheating <laughs> on me. I missed something. On a boat. Yeah, it was good. It was, I mean, it was the whole premise of the show was I that think was I think my significant other is cheating on me. Yep. I'm going to hire this show essentially yes. or target this show to go find information. And then they would show you the, the hidden camera catching them and then they would burst in and it, it would be the guy and, and the person who was being cheated on. And that's when he did it. I think he burst in on a boat, right? He burst onto a he boat. He went onto a fishing and boat. The guy stabbed yeah. him. And the guy stabbed him with a fishing knife. Yeah. Hilarious. That was real stuff. <laughs> that was deep. That's a good detour. (laughs) Hey. Oh, man. I just went to YouTube and I put Cheater's host, and the first suggestion gets stabbed. (laughs) Yeah. Because it was the highlight of the show, Jonathan Harrison. (laughs) Oh, man. You got to watch it. Uh, we'll wrap with Royce here. He's way, if I remember it correctly, too, he's way too calm about being stabbed. Am I oh, right? Yeah. yeah, he he was talking through it, like trying to maintain his composure so the camera could keep rolling, bleeding profusely and like holding the wound. It it was. Uh, I I don't mean to be flippant, but it was great. Bleeding. Got to watch dying. it during the break. Oh man! <laughs> I think they brought an ambulance and took him off. It was fine. Let's talk about Federated Mutual Insurance Company here. <laughs> Hey, you never For know. a brief moment. You know, uh, it's got a lot of names. Aggressive driving, road rage. It all means the same thing. It's risky behavior that you should be avoiding. We should all be avoiding. But you should also be on the lookout. The road can be a dangerous and unpredictable place. And focusing on not only controlling your reactions to events, but spotting other people who might not be in full control of their emotions and reactions to events is key on the road. Aggressive driving behaviors are pretty tough to name as direct causes of crashes, but some reports have estimated that such behaviors have contributed to more than half of fatal accidents on U.S. roads. What happens outside your vehicle is completely out of your control. All you can do is keep your behavior in check. Federated Insurance. It's our business to protect yours. Mackie and Jeb with Rami. We wrap with Royce shortly. Go ahead. Let's bring this on the air. Let's bring this on the. We were talking about cheaters before the break. Pat, 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 are you familiar with that show from like ten or fifteen years ago, Cheaters? No, I did not uh, watch it. I was afraid I'd be on it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think I heard. I think I heard of it, but I didn't watch any episodes. So, one of the episodes, or maybe the whole thing, ended with the the host got stabbed. What you do when you're alone? What you what you do when you're alone? That doesn't count, right? No, that's not, that's not cheating. No, okay. That's not right. cheating. I just wanted to straighten that out. Then we're good. Okay. Then I wouldn't be out. Just don't ask the peanut got butter question. Oh, got a, oh, this is <laughs> taking such a wrong hey. turn. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it did. No, what, what are we saying about cheating? Oh, Anthony Barr cheater. 
<laughs> no, that's not. That is no. Ideally, no. Oh. On a completely different note. Yeah. Well, our so, boy is our boy. Our boy Spielman lost that gamble, didn't he? He had to come up with thirty-three million guaranteed. Woof! That's a hell of a lot more than he wanted to give him. I'll tell you that. So the theory that that I brought to these guys earlier is. You're not gonna you're not gonna pay Anthony Barr fourteen million dollars a year to be just just an an off ball linebacker as as Rami put it. No. So he's he you have to have him be a pass rusher on a more regular basis. So is this yeah. is this Mike Zimmer looking at what Khalil Mack did in Chicago and saying we we've got to find a better use for Anthony Barr and let's let's bring him back and I'll make that happen. Yes, and I think it's the end of the line for Everson Griffin would be my guess. Is that what's what's saying? To, what are they saying today? I would I would think he's either going to have to take a big cut or take a hike. I would think. I think he's gone. And, uh, you're right. Who else? Who else are they getting on the loans? They got trade loans. Perhaps uh, has to be yeah. done by three tomorrow. I mean, they got to they got to get an offensive lineman. They can't count just on the uh, they can't count just on the drafts for that. They, they can't count on some rookie to come in and fix that offensive line. They got to have money to spend on an offensive lineman. But this had to be Zimmer screaming and hollering and pounding on the table and saying, I need this guy, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, I mean, Stillman was willing. Here's, what I, here's my question. All those Viking fans who were ridiculing the Jets yesterday, how do they turn around and say what a great thing this was for the Vikings that they're bringing them back? <laughs> you know, I was looking through, like, the Jets. Where the Jets, uh, you know, signed him, and the Jets fans were celebrating, and all these Viking fans were making fun of him. And they must, they, I must have seen the video fifteen times of uh, who jumped over him, uh, Josh Allen jumping over him. I must have seen that fifteen times. The Viking fans ridiculing him, and now, now he's yours. What uh, thirty-three for what uh, thirty-three guaranteed? And is it five years? What is it? Uh, the contract. It, I didn't see the years on it. Actually, I just saw that it was fourteen million a year on a four or a five year deal. Yeah, something like that. Okay, and then thirty three guaranteed. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And uh, yeah, but you're right. They're going to have to make some much better use of them than they have. They can't even chase running backs down the field. He's got to be chasing quarterbacks. So uh, I think they're probably going to do with him. Are we going to see more three four from home? Four three zim? Four two zim? Are we going to see more three four? <laughs> I think I think the answer is yes because he's going to have to rush the quarterback, and it makes some sense, especially with uh, Richardson gone now. Pat, if you go three four, and so you put Linval in the middle, and then allow yeah. Barr to rush. Yes, it, if Griffin's gone, it makes sense. I think the other thing is uh, there's a very good chance that they're going to end up drafting that uh, Oliver guy if he's there at eighteen now with uh, Richardson gone and. Uh, you know, not much. Uh, I don't know. I, I, they gave quite a. They gave three years to Shamar Steven, which is uh, interesting. But I don't know. There wasn't that much money in that. Right? I I haven't really looked at the full details. It's like one. two and a half million to the yeah. cap or something. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, that's uh, that's quite a turn of events. Uh, I think it's a. Uh, it's a statement about Spielman's uh, status with uh, Zigmeister right now, and uh, that uh, Zimmer's, uh, Zimmer's one in the arguments now. Don't you feel that way? Absolutely, yes. That's well, and mm-hmm. and because because the the Vikings have always gone, you know, if they like a guy like Barr, they almost inevitably the last what ten years or so would sign him a year before Pat. So the oh, fact yeah, that they, they sort of panicked. 
they did not want to give him any more money than they were going to give Kendricks. And Kendricks got, what, 25 uh, guaranteed and less less per year, right? Uh, they, 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 they were going to let him walk, I think, until uh, this came up. And, uh, you know, the, the number... It's funny how high the number got thanks to the Jets, but uh, the poor Jets, man. <laughs> Did you see the deal on uh, that Belichick? I heard Lemitar talking about it today, that Belichick's in Barbados. Walking down the I, beach. I saw a picture yeah. of off, him, Pat. Jumping off boats, <laughs> you know, diving off boats while everybody else is going nuts trying to side guys. He'll show up next week and... You know, sign five guys that are left over and get them into a spot where they're playing thirty plays a game and uh, win another Super Bowl. Pat, did you see the did you see the photo of Belichick getting out of the water like Daniel Craig in Casino Royale, shirtless? Yeah, right. He's in pretty good shape. I uh, for a guy sixty six years old, he's looking pretty good. He's got like I've he's. Decided- He's got the gut, but he's got the big. He's got like massive pectorals for some reason. It's yeah, sort of, yeah. It's disproportionate. Uh, I, by the way, I have. This has slowly been happening to me, and I, I think ever since like the last, ever since the showdown with Kraft and uh, everything, I've decided I'm a Belichick fan. I said this on Twitter today. I'm all in on this guy. This guy's unbelievable. Was it the shirtless pink that put you over the top? <laughs> no, what no, did it, no, no. I, I decided that before I saw those big guns he's got. But uh, uh, I just decided that, you know, he had just basically given the big F-bomb to the entire NFL, you know, and there's nothing they can do about it because he's smarter than they are. He is the smartest coach in any sport in my lifetime. Period. Because it's harder to control. It's harder to create a mini dynasty in that sport than any other sport there is. And it's it's incredible. It's, it's harder. It's hard to create, like you said, a mini dynasty. With the with, like, it's hard to do what the Seahawks did, which is be really good for six or seven yeah, years right. and win mm-hmm. a championship. Yeah. But to do it for twenty years and go to what nine Super Bowls and win all those championships, it's yeah, it's not yeah. happening again yeah. in my lifetime. No, no, he's he's incredible. That's that's for sure. Now, did you see the? Uh, how do you like the latest college sports scandal? That we, oh. we let North Carolina, we let North Carolina walk, but we're after that Stanford sailing team, man. <laughs> we're at, yeah, and and, and Becky from Full House, Lori Laughlin is that one really hurt. Yeah, right. That was really husband. Hurt me. Yeah, I said today the FBI is corralling all the great corruptors in. Uh, College sports, Will Wade, Sean Miller, and Lori Laughlin. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's the Hallmark Channel going to do while she's battling the court case? Uh, you know, I've always suspected there was something fishy going on with that Stanford sailing team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same here, Pat. I follow it closely, and I knew it was too good to be true. Too good to be true. How can you be that good if you're not? You know, I mean, they're they're a sailing dynasty. Right? They might be the only school that has it, but they're a ceiling. Hey, so Pat, Pat, how, how did William H. Macy not get indicted too? Felicity Huffman did. How did William <laughs> H. Macy have, skate? Uh, he must have. He must have turned state evidence. He must have been, went to the feds first and ran it. Somebody said on Twitter, "What's ever happened to the old time standard when you have?"
that idiot kid, you just made a big donation to the school and they let him in. You know? Yeah, that's what so, we were talking about. You know, yeah, I'm real. This is really a federal crime, God Almighty. Yeah, we're. Uh... Yeah, I think I think we could probably spend our tax dollars elsewhere. <laughs> investigations, Pat. We're up against the clock. We'll catch you tomorrow. And tomorrow, let's carve out at least sixty seconds for a twins update. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I I was not following the boys in Bradenton today, but they scored ten runs again. So that's good. Wow. We also yeah. want you to uh, cram and binge watch Cheaters and give us a full report yeah. tomorrow, Pat. All right. All righty. Okay. Goodbye. Usually the wife's fault. Usually the wife. <laughs> And with that, <laughs> Patrick Ricey hangs up the phone of Fort Myers, and there's nothing anyone can do. Yeah, which which is the more legendary uh, shirtless picture now? Bill Belichick in Barbados or Patrick Ricey in Fort Myers? Oh, I think it's still Ricey, but yeah. but Belichick does have that torso is odd. Are they man boobs or is he ripped up top? I'll, I'll say this: I can't tell. The man looks better with a shirt off than I do, even at his age. Oh, he I, looks he looks better with a shirt off than I do, for sure. And the best part, the the look on his face, there's no apology at all. No, he doesn't like, care. I, I look like no. I shouldn't be doing this. He wakes up in the morning and legitimately thinks he looks like Sean Connery in Doctor <laughs> No. Yeah. Mackie and Joe with Rami. You can find us on demand at scorenorth.com or anywhere you find podcasts, including Spotify now. And all across the Score North social media platforms and website, we have Vikings free agency covered all week long. What if you had the same hairstyle as Bo Derrick? <laughs> <laughs> Zolgad, um, I'll talk to you later. Bye.